This episode of the Nerd Up Podcast made possible in part by Eagle Theater. Visit them online at eagletheater.net and by Classic Hits WTYE. Listen online at WTYEFM.com and made possible by proud supporters just like you. It's time for the Nerd Up Podcast, and here's your pod host, Guilty Wilson. Nerd Up! Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Up Podcast. I'm Guilty Wilson, along with... Captain Radio, or Tony Collins. you got to give me a real name. You're not wearing your cape, right? I'm not wearing my, my yeah. mask, and yeah. And I didn't recognize you as Captain Radio because you're wearing your glasses, too. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I have my glasses on, so... Yep. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we... Uh, let's see here. We've It's been a while. Uh, we've been busy. We uh, just wrapped up NerdCon a couple days ago as of recording this. And, Thank uh, merciful God. Oh, oh man. No, I mean, it, it really, it, uh, you know, right? uh, you don't realize how much work goes into putting an event like that on mm. until you get everything all squared away. And then Mother Nature says, <laughs> F you. Yeah. And then you have to put everything on hold and then redo it again in short order. And yeah, I kept saying, I was like, I feel like I've done this twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, the first one we had was supposed to be Mar- April 1st, but March 31st, our little county in Illinois got obliterated by a tornado. Yeah, a tornado mm-hmm. tore through our county and a county in Indiana yeah, and just made yeah. a mess of everything. <laughs> yeah, so we couldn't have it. So we said, all right, well, well let's reschedule. And we looked, and uh, only date that uh, everybody could get together and uh, available uh, for the community center, soon to be the civic center. That's right. Uh, the uh, Was the 27th, which happened to be Memorial Day weekend. And we're thinking, um, okay, we'll try it. That's what we can do. So we did. And it was a success. It was wonderful. You know, uh, obviously a smaller crowd, I think, because of the Memorial Day weekend so. aspect. But uh, still a, a fantastic crowd came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the important thing when you put on an event like this is – uh, you and uh, Joe, the two guys that actually mm-hmm. put money up for this, were able to take a little cash out of it. A little There's bit. money in the hopper for next year. Mm-hmm. And maybe more importantly, the vendors were all happy. Oh, every, not a single one of them. There's only one. We won't mention any names uh, right. of the one that didn't, but they understood that it wasn't the con. It was the product. Right. And uh, uh, we just that's all I'm going to say for that. Uh, but every every vendor otherwise uh, wa- walked out of there extremely happy. Uh, I would say profitable. I, that's a good safe assumption. Yeah, I think so. And uh, the you know, the comic book or the authors that we had there, Todd Black, uh, Brian K. Morris, and Paul Burrell, uh, they both were just they they definitely wanted to come back. So and and that's the thing. All the vendors, guests, everybody once they said, "Hey, put us on the list for next year." Yeah, and that's that's a good thing is when they go put us on the list for next year. Yeah, because you know they could have very easily said, "Oh yeah, no, we had a good time, packed all their stuff up and left." Yeah, and not said put us on the list. But everybody said put us on the list for yep. next year. So and, and again, uh, very happy with that. And we had some great vendors that just fit in perfectly with NerdCon. So yeah, well, and the the uh, tabletop masters out of Mount Carmel, mm-hmm. they they came to the con, set up, and did uh, well. They had basically a pop up store. Yep, and then they also did the Magic the Gathering tournament, which by all accounts went really well. You had an opportunity to talk to the winner. Yeah, the yeah the one that won, and and uh, they said that. Everything was great. They said well, the thing that I'm, I'm I really like hearing or uh, knowing is that okay, Tabletop Masters they brought the, a truck and trailer full of stuff to set up. 
So they had a lot of stuff to bring. So they brought it all in and like several employees and they had people. I mean, they they were busy constantly. They had bins of uh, uh, plush uh, like Pokemon and things like that. That I was just watching those bins dwindle down. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, you guys aren't going to have enough product. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, they what they did, they were getting ready to run the tournament, and they realized they had forgotten all their basic lands. Now, if anybody plays Magic the Gathering, the lands are very important. That's what you got to tap so you can get the powers. Whatever. I don't play Magic, by the way. Right. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. But anyway, they forgot their basic lands for the tournament. So what they did, they went and opened new product and pulled out all the lands out of, I and mean, they got several boxes of product to do this with just so they could have the tournament. So they basically would have normally taken a hit, you know, the, the that's their money. That was what they could have sold those boxes and made some money, but instead they opened them and now all those cards, they either have to separate and try to sell separately or however, but still the lands were in use and they, they didn't even think twice about it Yeah, and just, yeah, we need to do a tournament. So and 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 of course the guy won. I think he was a little biased, but he said the tournament was awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's easy to think it's awesome when you're the winner. Yeah, yeah. So that's but that's cool. I did see some of the losers, and they weren't unhappy. So no, maybe. Well, and one of the things I got a kick out of is even after the tournament was over, a lot of them just sat around the the gaming area there uh-huh. and just started playing another you know playing another campaign or or right. yeah. game unto themselves, yep. whether it was. You know, part of a ranked tournament or not, it was just fun to sit around with friends and and play some of those games. And then at the other end, there was D and D players that yep. that seemed to throughout the entire day have people kind of cycling in and out yeah. of that area, playing Dungeons and Dragons. And, That's and one thing I noticed. Some of that stuff. I, I I saw that they had set up uh, two campaigns they were going to run. And uh, I, I know a, dun- a Dungeons & Dragons uh, campaign can run for hours, right. weeks, months. <laughs> but they were constantly playing the whole time. So whether they ran those campaigns and uh, like they had one learn how to play uh, D&D and then the second rank, uh, was uh, basically just anybody all play. And it was always crowded. There were always people there. And then we had hourly door prizes. Yeah. That was fun. We had so many prizes donated by the vendors. And we had some donated by the vendors that couldn't make it, but we're going to be at the tornado one. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, we had we had door prizes galore, and so I, I loved uh, uh, tabletop masters. They donated a, a few D and D binders of sorts. One of them even holds your dice, your your tablet, and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's like it's like day timers for nerds. Yeah, remember day timers. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, your your uh, day planner you day, used to yeah. have to carry around with you all the time. Yeah, it's that for 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 nerds, dungeon masters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they donated some of those, and it's and it's really cool to see the uh, we we did them purely random. Everybody got a ticket when they came in, had a number on it. The other half of the ticket went to a drawing, and we uh, drew out from there and matched numbers. And it was so cool to see the winners of the D&D products that were, they actually came running from the D&D table to yeah, pick up their Yeah, it was amazing how that worked it was, out. It was weird. <laughs> One of my favorite door prizes was when you gave away a copy of High on the Hog, which was <laughs> autographed um, by uh, Kevin Lockhart. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd, he'd autographed it. It was intended to be there for the show in April, wasn't able to make it for yeah. this show, but still gave us the stuff to give away. And you're like... Hey, this is uh, High on the Hog, one of the last movies done by Sid Haig. Does anybody know who Sid Haig is? And as you said, does anybody know who Sid Haig is? I swear to you, Sid Haig walked into the freaking con. I know. There was uh, some guy locally here 
bald head, big bushy beard. Looked exactly looked disturbingly like Sid Haig. Well, it's funny because, like you, like you said, I was asking, does anybody know who Sid Haig? I'm like, oh shit, there he is. Yeah, <laughs> he's here. And uh, and the guy actually, another person won, but he he traded for it is what it turned out to be. And uh, I wish he would have actually been one well, because that'd have been like yeah, all's great with the world now. Because uh, <laughs> you know it is a very much an R-rated NC-17 kind of flick. And so we limited those to, hey, you have to be 18 in order to win this. The kid that won it was not 18, (laughs) but was related to the Sid Haig look-like. And they managed to trade tickets or something. I forget how they did it, but they traded out, and I'm like, all right. You you talked to him, and you said he's actually cosplayed at some cons as as Captain Spaulding. Yeah, yeah, it was funny, because I went up there after we gave away the prizes, and I went up and talked to him. I'm like, man, you, does anybody else tell you that you look like? He goes, yeah, I get it all the time. He goes, I cosplay as uh, Captain Spaulding on occasion. <laughs> I'm like, I can see it. Because yeah. the guy, it was just, un- I wish I would have got a picture, man. Yeah. That would have been the greatest. Have him hold up a p- copy of the High on the Hog, you know. I wish, I wasn't thinking, though, because there's other things going on. Uh, but, yeah, it was just phenomenal. It was like, okay, Sid Hayes here. That, that works <laughs> <What> out. <else? laughs> but, yeah, all in all, I think it was a great con, uh, you know, one-day event. Uh, looking forward to doing it. Uh in 2024, mm-hmm. we're looking hopefully at we'll be able to, late to March. We'll be able to pick a day, yep. stick with that day, yeah. and Mother Nature <laughs> yeah. can, you know, be damned. Yeah, <laughs> yes, mind our own business. Yeah. Well, that, that's what a lot of people were saying. It was like, when do we ever see a tornado in March? I'm like, well, I guess we don't because that was the first I've seen in a long time. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, we're looking at mid to late March uh, again. And uh, uh, the last one was April 1st. It just happened to be on a Saturday that fell. And we and we thought we were going to play on April Nerds Day. So, but we had Nerd Memorial Day instead, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> well, there I don't you know. go. <laughs> I, don't I like know. it. But uh, yeah, we. Uh, I mean, have to remember blast. that next year for the marketing. <laughs> yeah, Nerd Memorial Day. Uh, but yeah, we, I mean, the vendors. It sounds like a death of nerds, though. <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's see, vendors. Oh, uh, Zap Zone. They had they brought out their Nerf darts, and there was Nerf. Uh, you could their target practice. Yeah. They also run like a laser tag uh, dart. Uh, yeah, one of these days, area. I'm going to have to sneak up to our local community center when they have it yeah. rented. And they're putting on an event just to kind of check it out. Yeah, because I saw pictures from one of their shows or things that they did. And they had black lights everywhere. It's like it just looked really cool. Yeah, it looks very cool. So that's that's neat. But Zap Zone was a cool one. Uh, Jason Craig, uh, artist, uh, he's done uh, some uh, Ash and the Evil Dead comics. Uh, oh, actually, is a Freddy, Jason, and Ash comic right. book. And it's like those were cool. He had a stand up of Freddy Krueger that uh, was like. It almost looked alive, but then at the same time, you looked at his hand and it's like, no, he's not moving it. We're good. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I had nightmares. There, yeah. Well, don't do that. You're fine when you're awake. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, no, it's all in all, it's just a great thing, and we're definitely going to do it again next year. As big as a hassle, and uh, main, mainly the hassle was the rescheduling. Right. You know, because the original one, we had it, and we're ready to go. And uh, yeah. Well, and, and we can't say enough about the vendors that, Paid the money for the original date, mm-hmm. couldn't make the reschedule, yeah. and said, keep the money for the event, donate the money to the tornado relief, we're good. We understand. And that's one of the beautiful things. 99.99% of all of the vendors we worked with knew it was a, a small independent con. Yeah. And the the twenty dollars it was for the booth space or whatever twenty five they weren't they weren't <laughs> freaking out about it. Nobody no. said I want my money back or I'm gonna raise hell and you bastards can. Well, you know. and I think a lot of it, you know, on the when the tornado hit that day, uh, all this uh, Joe was at the, the community center for the better part of the day. 
but all the food and drink that we had for that day, we donated to the first responders that day. So we took a big, huge hit right. because of that. And I think that's what the people were, uh, you know, saying, hey, I saw what you did. Uh, let's go ahead and keep my part and throw that in with their amount, too, because. It, I mean, it was a, a couple weeks worth of uh, recovery that we right. went through, and just that one single day that we could help out, it felt good, you know. Yeah, for we sure. Fed the first responders and everything. Yeah. So, but and then and then when the con comes around, I mean, we had people talking about it, you know, all the time, and uh, that really felt good. And uh, knowing that we did something good, and people were talking about the good we did rather than oh they messed this up, right? You know, that that just well, all in all good. And part. you know, every time you do, whenever you do a new event, and for all intent and purposes, this is a new event. Yeah, I know you guys have done these kinds of things in the past, a few years ago. Yeah, but it's been it's been several years yeah. ago so for all intent and purposes it's a new event yeah and so you never for sure what the i know a couple of the vendors asked well what kind of turnout are you expecting can't even begin to guess no. i have no clue five people yeah you know <laughs> us that are throwing it on we're gonna be here i don't know <laughs> right. we hadn't yeah absolutely so but i'll tell you what one thing that's different again joe myers and i we were the ones that started this whole mess uh, we started it back long ago back around 2010 and this is the first year that we've ever got approval and visitation from the mayor. That's right. <laughs> yep, he stopped by to make sure that everything was good to go. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think he stopped by to uh, brag about and point out the upcoming renovations right. to the community center that will turn it into the civic center. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see what that affords us for next year's uh, NerdCon. If, 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 if the dreams come, apparently the civic center, which is going to now be, it's going to have uh, video screens. And for our Super Smash Brothers tournament, we'll be able to most likely put them up on those big video screens. That'll that's, be fun. That's, you know, I think that would be fun for sure. So we'll have to figure some of that out. Uh, well, and uh, one thing I, I, but I will tell everybody about this is like, how did it go? Well, it was good. Everybody was happy. But at the same time, I did not hear. And I was fishing for these. I did not hear a single complaint. I was asking for them. And I told people, please be blunt because we want to know what to improve. Not a single complaint. Well, and you know, wonderful thing is I've seen a lot of very positive Facebook posts Mm -hmm. about NerdCon. And let's face it, if the asshats are going to come out, they're going to come out on Facebook. That's true. That's you know, true. And I haven't, so I haven't seen too many of them making the rounds on Facebook. Well, so. And this must have been good. Then. It must have been good. Or at least uh, the algorithm's not letting us see the bad ones. Yeah, which I can which that's fine. I'm good with. <laughs> All right. Well, so NerdCon was a huge success. We'll look for it again next year, folks. It's huge. It's fun. It's Okay, it's not really huge, but it's fun. And we make it as huge as we can in this little fun town. Yeah. Well, you know, I think what... Uh, Conservatively, we did eleven or twelve hundred people throughout the day. Something like that, you know. I'll go with that. That, that I had, really don't know. That had paid, <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I did. We never really kept nope. like real strict track of nope. how many people I know. Yeah, the, the, I know. My wife was. Uh, she was the one at the ticket booth, if you will. Uh, for, and she was actually keeping tally marks, but yeah. then she lost track at 50 and then she stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, that was like only at 11 15 when we, 15 <laughs> minutes after we opened. So right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I mean, I think at the same time, like we didn't think of any way to keep track of how many people. Well, and I know I saw, I saw a number of times where it was families coming in yep. with, you know, a mom, a dad, uh, older siblings and then mm-hmm. some really brand new siblings and yeah. <laughs> you know we we obviously didn't charge the entry fee for the brand new siblings <laughs> no. but so you know but they had fun too though they had fun too <laughs> sure they did well and you know one of the things it's like we just we we had wrist bracelets so everybody you know everybody came in they got a wrist bracelet so you can come in and out all day as you wanted 
And my, I was originally going to keep track of uh, wrist bracelets. We had 2,500 total wrist bracelets that I had purchased. Well, we gave out the silver and the gold bracelets to the vendors, and then we gave out multicolored ones for the uh, attendees. And uh, uh, a lot of the, uh, these bracelets I got from Amazon, by the way, uh, you'd peel off the sticker and it'd peel off half the rib of the, the yeah. wristband. And I'm like, um, that didn't work. So I had to throw those away. So I knew that wasn't going to be a good, accurate count. Right. So I was like, okay. And then a lot of people, uh, came through and like, I broke my wristband. Can I replace? Yeah. And I replaced the wristband because yeah. they were kind of, again, I got them from Amazon. Well, you got it from Amazon and it was, uh, again, so not like I got it from wish.com though. So that would have been weird. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I'd say success. We'll do it again next year, and we'll uh, and that's get the key. In. It was successful enough that we'll do it again next year. Yeah, yeah. Because honestly, when, you know, we were talking beforehand, that was kind of the benchmark for uh, particularly you and Joe, yeah. is that we'll do this. If it's successful, we'll do it again next year. Yeah. And then, then the hope beyond that was we'll do this and hopefully make enough money to set aside for next year. Yeah. And so you met both of those benchmarks, yeah. so good to go. Yeah, it, it worked out great. So, again, look forward to it. All right, now let's let's kind of move the discussion over here. All right. You finally got to see Guardians oh of the Galaxy. God. You know, I, with everything going on, and, and you know, <laughs> I've been a grandpa for two years, mm-hmm. so I'm going to blame some of that on <laughs> being a grandpa. Um, my weekends are occupied a lot of times, as most people are, with family stuff. Right. And whether it's, you know, taking care of watching the grandbaby or so i haven't been able to get to the theater to see a lot of the things i still haven't seen john wick i haven't seen the new john wick movie i haven't yet seen the new fast x movie Mm -hmm. uh, fast and furious i did yesterday get to go see guardians of the galaxy Mm -hmm. so i'm I'm pretty happy about that you're starting to get back on track. i'm starting to get back on track (laughs) well see we've hit the summer months now and uh eagle theater uh, one of the proud supporters of the Nerd Up podcast yes, sir. Uh, typically does mat- afternoon matinees yeah. during the week yeah. during the summer. So now you now the time now, is right for you. Yeah, <laughs> I can dip out of work at noon, go catch a movie. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, that's I'm, at some point either uh, tomorrow or maybe next week, I'm going to try to go catch uh, Fast X. Ah. Yes, boys and girls, ah. ladies and gentlemen, I'm one of the problems. I'm one of the reasons <laughs> they keep cranking those damn movies out because I go see them every time they do. And by the way, I want to clarify when Tony says he dips out at noon, that means that's after an eight hour day. Yeah, I dip out at noon because I've been here since 345 in the morning. Right, so don't think he's just skipping out to go see me, which, I mean, he could, but still, yeah. that's an eight-hour day. Well, you know, and that's exactly right. With the, with the, with Eagle Theater showing matinees during the summer, it not only makes it easier for you to go see, but a lot of other people, too. Yeah. And the summer is just, and plus with the summer, that's when the blockbusters hit. Yeah. And that's when all the good ones come out anyway, so you're, you'll be ready for yeah. this movie season. Which are there... I know there are Spider-Man tonight. Well, Spider-Man as we record this. Yeah. Spider-Man, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse is mm-hmm. coming out. What are some other, I know, uh, the next, the next big Marvel movie is, is that Miss Marvel or the Marvels, I guess is what it's I called. I don't know. I you know, I have not checked. I've been, I know Disney plus has got like secret invasion coming secret up. Secret Invasion. There's Nova coming up. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure. I wish they'd do another, uh, werewolf by night. That was so fun. It was, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, you know, honestly, I've been out of the loop for that. I know I, that my brain just said, "Hey, you have never, you have not well, checked for two months." Exactly. And you know, right now the writer strike is going on, and, yeah. and uh, you know, we hope that they 
are able to come to an amicable agreement. And yeah. I fully support the writer strike because we've played around with some of the chat GPT <laughs> yeah. AI shit, and it's kind of <laughs> scary. Yeah, it, it, it can write things that... It can write things. <laughs> that Okay, that works. So. Yeah. Yeah, writers and against AI for sure. I did. I did. I, I do want to tell this story. I got a kick out of it. Uh, we periodically do the live at the five shows, mm-hmm. uh, and <laughs> the latest show we've decided to do is going to be a, a comedy show. Yes, so yeah. we've got a you know kind of a comedy variety show plan. Right. But one of the things you were tasked with was writing a you know ten minute uh, bit, a ten minute uh, skit, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. And so you wrote one, and then just for the shiggles, <laughs> you had Chat GPT write one too. Yes, and you took them both to the the five people, our the five, our five opera house players, yep. and ran it by them. And I am happy to say, <laughs> everyone picked your script, the yes. one you actually wrote, yes, over the one the AI wrote. Yeah, <laughs> and the explanation is, I think. Speaks volumes. It says it all. It said they said without any prompting yes. that the first one you presented was good. It just didn't have any sort of soul or heart. Yes, the second one was good, and it had soul and heart. And yeah. I think that is that <laughs> that's telling in my. Opinion. And that's one of the things I was real nervous about that because uh, we just discovered we how we can use Chat GPT. Yeah. And this was months ago, and I'm writing up the script. I was tasked with writing a, a little comedy bit where it's a bar, it's a bartender, and he only speaks in Lionel Richie uh, phrases, you know, so, like lines from Lionel Richie songs. Uh-huh. And it was just going to be. It started out as an improv game, and then it, we I, I turned it into a little skit. And so I said, all right, let's see what Chat GPT can do because I, I was curious. You know, we had it write a promo for NerdCon actually, right. and, and we had a couple other things that we did. Well, let's see how it does on script. So I had it write up that script, and again, it was good. But like you said, no heart or soul, just like something's missing. Something was missing. Yeah. yeah. I and, think that. And I brought them both, and I didn't tell anybody what either one was. I just wanted, I wanted to get a reaction. I would say, A, how good is my writing? And right. B, how good is that writing? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, uh, every, like you said, everybody everybody agreed. And I'm, I was so relieved. <laughs> and I was like, I was happy to say, yeah, that was the AI. <laughs> yeah. Chat GPT wrote that. Yeah. So. Of course, you don't know which one was really mine, do you? Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> no clue. You may be utilizing the chat GPT one. Yeah, who, but, knows? who knows? But yeah, let's talk about Guardians of the oh, Galaxy. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that, weren't we, we? We know Guardians of the Galaxy was not written by chat GPT. No. So. And again, uh, that's I, yeah, I didn't even think about this, but how is the writer strike going to affect the movies for the rest of the year? So, Oh, a lot ooh, of movies I, have had to stop production, yeah. have had to... Uh, you know, suspend production until they get this figured out. Uh, And one of the things that uh, I saw somebody talking about the Deadpool three movie. Yeah. They've had to like Ryan Reynolds typically ad libs a ton of his material for those movies. He cannot do that with Deadpool three because he is listed as a producer and writer. Oh. So he cannot oh, even no, ad lib because he's writing his line because he's writing new oh, material. Man, and so that would go against the the writer strike. So everything's going to be delayed. So, everything's going to be delayed. But, but we got Guardians. We got Guardians. We've got Spider-Man. Mm. We have some other stuff. To yeah, look I'll, be, I'll be checking to, out Spider-Man tonight. But let's talk about the Guardians. OK, for uh, one of the things you said earlier is like uh, before we started recording. Uh, is that uh, which is why we started recording because exactly we, we do this every day we, we come in and we talk about the same stuff that we talk about during the nerd up podcast 
But and then just, at the end, we go, why the hell weren't we, we recording? Exactly. In fact, you and I were starting to talk about it. I'm like, you want to record? Let's yeah, exactly. But uh, on this one, you said that at the end, if that was the final Guardians movie ever, it would be great. I yeah. mean, it, but they also left it where they could still go on. Right. And, and absolutely, that ending is like, that's a good wrap up. That's exactly if they go on, maybe just a different phase of Guardians, that's still fine. Well, and that's the beautiful thing. With this. That's the beautiful thing with an, with a group like Guardians is even in the comics, there were so many various iterations. Mm-hmm. And we were talking that, you know, some people would dip in and be a part of a Guardian storyline and then they dip back mm-hmm. out, and, you know, that kind of thing. So you could continue. And, and in fact, I saw, um, I saw uh, Chris who, by the way, has had a hell of a summer, hasn't he? Between Guardians of the Galaxy and voicing Mario oh. in the Mario Brothers movie. Well, 2023 in total. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a good year for him. Yeah, a little bit. But I saw him in an interview, and he even said he can say with absolute certainty, this is the last time you will see this iteration hmm. of the Guardians of the Galaxy on yeah. screen together. I can see that. You know, and, and again, which was specific and yet vague enough <laughs> to cover his ass all the way around. <laughs> right, right. So they could be coming back. They may not have any more movies, but they could be coming back in other Marvel shows, or they could have another movie with a different iteration. Well, especially since the you know the brains behind the Guardians movie now works for the competition. Yeah, <laughs> James Gunn's now working for DC. So. Yeah, I'm I'm anxious to see how that comes. However. Uh, well, we'll talk about that in a moment. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that, uh, again, it was a great place to end. And then yet at the same time, it could lead off into a whole bunch of different avenues. I do I do appreciate you giving me a heads up to uh, make sure I grab some extra napkins. Yes. <laughs> uh, before I went and sat down and watched the movie. Cause the tears flow. The tears will flow. <laughs> or well, you very, know what? At the very least, you'll get a little quivery chin. Yeah, exactly. You get that. Oh, all right. Oh, oh, okay. There's something blowing up. All right, this yeah. is cool. <laughs> so, and they mixed it in really well. Yeah, and that, okay. Let's talk about the storyline on this. This was basically, uh, uh, it was it was Rocket's story. This yeah, whole movie, it really, really. The, yeah, the entire movie was, which is fantastic because we've never really gotten uh, his backstory, no, his character. Art. It's always been little bits and pieces, yeah. like in a flashback, but only brief and very. But this time around, we know exactly where he came from. The other animals that were experimented on. How the, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, High Evolutionary. High Evolutionary, how he created these. And again, I don't know if that fully goes with the comics, but you know what? They It made it work in this that it's, I don't care. Well, and let's it face it. Great. Yeah, that's the, 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 thing, the thing that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done since the beginning. Yeah. Is they've taken inspiration from the stories in the comics, but never, in my opinion, never really been beholden to them. No, no. They, they've taken inspiration from, they've utilized a lot of that material. But, you know, like the the Infinity Saga mm-hmm. in the comics did not play out exactly no. like the Infinity Saga, but it was an inspiration for, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. They, and they, so the Guardians, I think, are very much the same. Even even the characters that make up the Guardians were not the original iteration of yeah. the Guardians in the comics, so... Yeah, I was uh, when the first one came out, I'm like, oh, cool, I can't wait to see what Adam Warlock looks like on screen. Two movies go by. I'm like, where's Adam Warlock? Right. He's <laughs> so, the one in the big cocoon. Yeah. Okay. And then you finally get him in this one. And it's actually a pretty cool character, too. I was worried because the actor they got, um, the my si- played my, before. My daughter could not take him seriously <laughs> because of the past roles that yeah. he's been in. At one point, I heard her, uh, and my wife was sitting beside me, and my daughter sitting beside my wife, and I heard my daughter go, I just can't with his friggin' eyebrows. <laughs> so. 
but it, it pulled it off great. And my, I mean, all right. So yeah, we got Rocket's backstory, uh, and then at the end we get like new people that they're training, if you will. Right. So you get a little bit of both because they could go back and find more. And the one, oh yeah, the High Evolutionary created these, but those weren't the only ones he's created. Right. I mean, he created a whole planet of these characters that are half animal, half human. Yeah. And if you want to go to for a deep dive in the Marvel universe. Spider-Man Unlimited uh, cartoon series. It was like late 90s, early 2000s, around in there. Uh, Spider-Man, he... uh, Something about... Yeah, the symbiote had got onto a rocket that uh, uh, J. Jonah Jameson's son had been on, and got the symbiote got on there. Spider-Man's the only one that saw it, and the rocket was going to discover another Earth. Well, this other Earth was created by the High Evolutionary, and it was all half-animal, half-human like, oh, wow. And, and whenever that showed up, that planet showed up on this on the Guardians movie, I'm like, that's Spider-Man Unlimited's Earth. Because yeah, what do they call Alter Earth or uh, uh, something? Yeah, uh, I forget the name of it now. But yeah, and so uh, something like Alter Earth. But uh, yeah, and so that whole planet and, and Spider-Man goes to that planet. He is human, but everything else there is animal, just like in the movie Guardians. And I'm like, okay, this I like this. I, they're tying that in. And so at the same time, I'm wondering, are they going to bring a Spider-Man Unlimited into the Marvel Universe? Well, and you know, that's whether they do, <laughs> whether they do it intentionally or they're just skillful at retconning this shit. Yeah. <laughs> they, you know, 10 years from now, they may make a Spider-Man Unlimited movie mm-hmm. and have him show up on that same damn planet and go, that's what we planned the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Because that, apparently, <laughs> yeah. apparently, Tom Holland's Spider-Man was the little boy at the Stark Expo. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> no, you're saying that now, but it works. I'll yeah, take it. We'll yeah, take it. it works. It works. Well, and the fact that, um, what is it, Guardians 2, mm-hmm. um, the Guardians fight against the Sovereign, mm-hmm. the really pretty gold people. Yeah. Who, Adam Warlock. Who turns out that that is, uh, were, was a creation by the High Evolutionary. Mm-hmm. Because... <laughs> We decided to retcon it that right. way, and <laughs> exactly. So like, yeah, they're they're game. amazing at that. And and then and then you know what they don't they leave us like wait a minute, and then at the same time no it worked never mind yeah. <laughs> you know I want I'll take it okay. <laughs> and and so yeah so we got Rocket's backstory we got some more interesting stuff on Peter Quill and uh, then we also got some uh, fun Drax moments. I mean Drax is Drax and. Dave Bautista, Look, God bless him. I, that guy just freaking. You know, me. I know I've I've gotten in trouble for this discussion at home. <laughs> My wife, who is a huge Dwayne Johnson fan, uh-huh. about threw me out when I said <laughs> I think Dave Bautista is a better actor than Dwayne Johnson. Ouch. In your house you said that? I uh, yeah. Without armor? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I do I do. I love Dwayne Johnson and I think he's a blast in a lot and almost everything I've seen him in. Uh the only like just really shit show that I think he did was Doom. No, oh, yeah. I think it was just atrocious. And we won't go into the CGI and Scorpion King. <laughs> oh. You know, arguably some early days of CGI. Yeah, so, that is on. that is not Dwayne Johnson's fault necessarily. <laughs> right. But I just think because I recently saw Dave Batista in um Knock at the Cabin. Yeah. Knock at the Cabin or yes. Knock at that's it, right? Yeah, Knock at the Cabin. Okay. Uh, he was phenomenal in it. And he's playing an entirely different character than Drax. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him in Blade Runner, mm-hmm. and he's playing an entirely different character in Blade. <laughs> so 
my biggest issue with Dwayne Johnson is a lot of times Dwayne Johnson's playing Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson, Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> which is not a bad no. trust me if I could play Dwayne Johnson convincingly <laughs> yeah. I would every day uh-huh. no and I'm still going to buy Dwayne Johnson tickets any movies for in, sure but, but, but I think I think you know I think Dave Batista is there's a discussion to be had that I think he's a better actor and, and you know the funny part of, of the whole thing is that in this movie normally it was like uh, Rock Peter Quill, maybe Rocket Groot, a little bit. They were the comedy relief. This one, it was all Drax. It was all Drax. Yeah, yeah. He was it, it, all the comedy relief was from Drax, and it was just some cool stuff. And and, and the really nice thing is, if you saw the holiday Guardians holiday special, you got in a little inside on this movie. I will say that if you haven't yet watched Guardians three, I would circle back onto Disney Plus and make sure you watch the Guardians holiday special. Yeah, it's not required viewing, but it does set up some things yeah. that then are just because my daughter hadn't watched the uh, oh. the holiday special, so there were some things that are just casually mentioned in the th- in the movie, and she went, "Wait, what? How did I don't? Oh, you, <laughs> you need-, need to watch some more TV." Yeah, and then I felt like a douche going, "Well, actually, <laughs> they set up that backstory in the holiday special." <laughs> Yep, exactly. And and that's, that's the thing. It didn't need it, but there's a couple. And again, like you said, they weren't major plot points, but there were points of like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was in the. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess you could argue that a couple were major plot points, but they didn't. They were important, de- major details, but not plot points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and they ex- and they went on to explain them anyway in the right. movie. So not, uh, but so they didn't go as in detail. Probably the, the probably the big one. And I this really shouldn't be a spoiler because the holiday special has been out for a minute. Yeah, Peter Quill and Mantis are brother and sister. Yeah, that's established in the holiday special. Well, uh, it, it makes sense because um, Ego mm-hmm. was their, their father, the father yeah. of both of them. Thus, they are. Yeah. Half brother and sister, yeah. which tracks, but just had never been explicitly said. Right, and, and the holiday special is like okay, they, we they really explicitly make sure you know this. say it, <laughs> and then in the holiday special, they explicitly establish that now the nowhere, yeah, is the base of operation for the Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. the big floating galactic head. And in this movie, you find out that it can move. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if nowhere's supposed to move, but they certainly put enough rockets on the back right. of his head, so. <laughs> It looked good. And I love that, was it the High Evolutionary? Someone said, what is that old uh, God doing? Or something. There's yeah. like a reference to it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because it's, it, you know, it's, it's an a, old. It's a God. Yeah. So that's like, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I you know what? And this is, uh, I was, uh, my son and I, we saw Guardians together. And he and I both walked out. It's like Guardians is the best Marvel property ever. They, the, the, that's the best trilogy they've come up with. From beginning to it end. It really is, I think, the it's strongest perfect. of the three, mm-hmm. you know, because um, Iron Man 1 was really good. Mm-hmm. Iron Man 2 is okay. Iron Man 3 kind of mm-hmm. sucked. Mm-hmm. Thor 1 was really good. Thor 2, <laughs> you know. Uh, Thor, yeah, Dark World. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thor 3 had some significant issues. That was fun, though. <laughs> it was very, very fun. Um, how many, have there, have there Thor, been three was, cat movies? Uh yeah, well, Winter Soldier. Oh, have there original. been four? Have there been four Thor movies? Yeah, four Thor movies. Love so, and Thunder, and then there's that or Ragnarok, and then Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay, so. yeah. So the fourth one is the one that was had some issues, yeah. but was still fun. Yeah, but the uh, third one, Love and Thunder, was Love just and fun Thunder. As hell. Yeah, it was. It was a blast. <laughs> but uh, Guardians one, two, three, not a problem with any no, of them. They solid. all they and and they all tie in perfectly and. 
yeah, it's definitely a, a trilogy that I, I want. I want to have. And I tell you what, um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, Guardians three helped to program my morning show this morning. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, uh, because again, with all of the, the Guardians music? movies, they have friggin' phenomenal soundtracks. So yeah, because it was in Guardians yesterday, I played Creep by Radiohead. Right on. <laughs> I played uh, Dog Days Are Over by Florence and Machine. Right on, okay. Which is... Oh, it's kind of out of our it's format pushing. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 2009. Is it? Wow, okay. That's yeah, still, it's still... Wow. A, it's old enough to... Almost old enough to drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, and there were two or three other songs from the Guardian soundtracks. I just remember in the scene with Florence and the Machine. I remember it was like a battle scene or dance. No, it was yeah, it was at dance. the it was at the end of the movie. It was kind of our nice resolution. That's what it was. Okay. Peter had left uh, or spoilers. Uh, um uh but Rocket's playing with uh, Peter Zune, which yeah, again is yeah. freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The, they have a Zune. <laughs> I've got a Zune. Yeah. It works. Well, no, it's at home, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, and it's uh, and that was one thing that I love that they tied it in. First, it was his Walkman, then it became a Zune, and then it stayed a Zune because yeah. you could load it up. But yeah, and you know what? It, again, Guardians, they did it right. All three of those are very perfect movies you can have some fun with and tells a great long story, and each one has a great individual story. Yeah. So that trilogy, I think, is the best in the Marvel Universe. Well, and I'll and, fight and, anybody who says any other And you talk about uh, <laughs> Marvel making magic out of friggin' nothing. Yeah, yeah. Because let's face it, up until they said, even those diehard comic book fans were going, are you shitting me? They're going to make a Guardians of the Galaxy movie? <laughs> yeah. Talk about some douchey also-ran characters. <laughs> right. And they, they turn out spectacular. They turn out they, to be the best thing they've done. So Yeah. And again, uh, Marvel does it right, and uh, the Guardians is the reason Marvel's done it right a lot of the times, and I'm going to stick with that. I'm just curious to see what they got coming up. Writer strike be damned. Hopefully they'll come up with some stuff right. on time. Uh, but I'm definitely looking forward to Spider-Man well, tonight. Spider-Man, I definitely want to see that. The other thing that is uh, fully done and ready to be released is the new season of Strange New Worlds. Oh, yes. Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Very much looking forward to that. Uh, (laughs) That's going to drop here in the next couple weeks, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, June 15th or 16th. Yeah, something like that. So I'm very much looking forward to that. So that's going to... Speaking of Star Trek and NerdCon, I saw that you got a glow-in-the-dark Federation... I did, yeah, cow, <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah. Joe's wife uh, apparently does some of that cricket printing yeah. stuff, and she goes here. I thought you might get a kick out of this, and of course, I've got the big Star Trek chevron tattooed on my sh- on my arm here mm-hmm. with my uh, little four gold uh, in rank insignia well, yeah, captain, underneath yes. it because I'm I'm a captain. Um, <laughs> and and so I go, oh, really? Whatever gave you that idea that I might be into Star Trek? Have you- have you found a place to put it yet? It is in the back window of my uh, okay. uh, of the classic kid summer. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. And, and I want to see it glow in the dark. That's the best. I know. <laughs> well, it's, I, every time I walk by it, I kind of cut my hands around it and stick my eye. <laughs> you know, like a little kid well, when yeah, you found yeah. a glow in the dark stuff, you yeah. went into the closet. And... <laughs> yeah. So you park your Hummer in the closet now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, well, so I got a Mandalorian logo uh, that I have yet to find a place for. Yeah, the uh, I got to find a dark place, maybe the Mandalorian. What, oh, what is that's the skull of the whatever that creature is they found on mandalore <laughs> don't ask me it's like oh I, I, i'm gosh. still i'm still nerd conned out so <laughs> i was gonna say i am uh mythosaur 
Yes, it there is. We go. It is the sigil of the mythosaur. Yep, and it's like I've been waiting to find a place to put that one, and it glows in the dark too. But I gotta find. But yeah, I, that that's at NerdCon when she bring that brought that up to you and, and said, you know, and you were like, I, I saw the conversation. How'd you know? And well, and, and so you had this, and I saw ready. I'm like, where are you gonna stick that? And you go, I don't know. And you started listing off all these places. Yeah, I'm going. I'm, like, I'm going. Well, let's see. I've got my I've got the my laptop. I could put it on my motorcycle helmet, which would be kind of badass. Yeah. Or the back window of the Hummer. Mm. <laughs> and so that's where it ended up. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I still haven't found a place for mine, but all right. So Guardians of the Galaxy, definitely a thumbs up. I guess we could say we'll take uh, e- uh, Ebert or Roger Ebert and Siskel. Ebert and Siskel's thumbs up. Uh, or we could do Rotten Tomatoes popcorn. I don't know. But either way, it's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'll let you know what spider Man. Well, how like. about we give it two, ner- two nerds up? Two nerds up. Right on. Right that on. Sounds oddly phallic <laughs> well, it depends on the nerds <laughs> so, oh my all right now i do want to say one thing about NerdCon before we close out for the day uh we closed out NerdCon with uh improvisational performance yes uh from the s'more improv our local improv troupe which Crawford really, county's premier yeah. improv group and professional yes so uh but it, yeah you and i are part of and uh, uh we closed out i tell you what i want to i want to out loud thank the other troop members you uh, Laurel Preston, uh, Rachel Carter, and Gray Drake came up for this one, and uh, I want to thank those people for supporting me because I was a total piece of your, crap by that time of the your day. Your brain was baked. I'll tell you what, I knew that I was starting to lose you. Uh, the con was over, improv was done, and we were packing equipment up. And I could tell that you were not, <laughs> you were just white knuckling it through the next like 10 or 15 minutes to get the hell out of there. Just get me home. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing is, I, I was walking around all day on the hard concrete floor. And then at the same time, I did not drink any water during the day. Yeah. And I had like a, a this really killer barbecue hot dog thing. Uh, that was pretty much my meals, and that's all I had all day. Yeah. And when I got home, I felt every bit of it. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, but when improv started, the first thing we did was is questions that were basically you could only perform the scene asking questions. You can't say any, make any statements. And uh, um, so I, I got up there and uh, questions. First thing out of my head, I got a question because it was like at Dollar General or something right. like that. And, uh, I, I, and basically checking out at Dollar General. And I said, I said, did you find everything you need? And then they, uh, uh, Laurel, she uh, asked a question and then I just answered her question. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, let's start again. Yeah. Let's start it again. I did the same thing. She asked me a question. I answered her question. I'm like, yeah, I just need to yeah, sit like, down. All right. No, we're done. <laughs> so. All right. Hey, it's time to play our next game of uh, improv. We're going to do uh, scenes from a hat because it's something everybody can help with. And, <laughs> and I stood. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to prop Gil up for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, from then on, I'm like, yeah, I should not. We should have got someone else to do this at this time of day. So, again, thank you guys for supporting me on that because I was I failed you. Uh, but. We had a great time. So, well, you know, and the bottom line is, and it's one of the beautiful things about improv, uh, it's sometimes funnier when you fuck it I up. I know, right? <laughs> when you mess it up, it actually tends to work out better. <laughs> yeah. And plus, we had to try to keep a PG because it was a family event. Right. <laughs> well, and it's, yeah, speaking in that vein, one of the things we learned from one of our previous improv performances is when you do 
Star Wars lines, <laughs> they are not at all funny if they're set in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, we we performed on uh, uh, Star Wars Day, May the fourth, and uh, we thought, well, let's keep it all nerdy. Let's, we'll uh, it, yeah. yeah. So we got a bunch of. There's a game we call it called Pocket Lines, which we, they're all just quotes from movies or various strange sayings. And, right. and and what you do, you, you're doing you're doing a scene, and then your next line, you just reach in your pocket and grab one of those, and you read that at random. You don't know what it is ahead of time. You just force it to fit, fit in the scene. Well, when you're doing a scene on the Death Star and you pull out... Yeah, when you're just random stormtroopers on the Death Star and you're talking about, well, that's when he looked at me and said, may the force be with you. <laughs> it's, like, not funny. it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it doesn't land. So sometimes the the less they fit in, <laughs> yes. the funnier they are. Exactly. So. And so we learned that. And then, uh, so like at Dollar Drennel was one of the situations we were in, not on the Death Star. Right. Not on the Death Star. <laughs> so... All right. Well, you know what? Let's uh, call an end to this uh, podcast because I want to get it up and, and let people know what we did. And uh, besides that, I got to go see Spider-Man. You got to go see Spider-Man. It's going to be fun. All right. All right. So uh, like we say, oh, wait, before we go any further, if you do want to help support the podcast, one of the best ways you can do it is to own some T-shirts, coffee mugs or something like that with our logo on it because we'll get a whole nickel from every one That's of those right. sold. Well, some of them are a quarter. So. Uh, but you can go to nerduppodcast.com, click on the uh, links, uh, or you can go to cafepress.com slash nerduppodcast. And we got some really cool logos, uh, thanks to uh, Chris Ford, who's in the improv with us. That's right. Uh, he designed some fun logos for us uh, using some other used logos from other companies. They are inspired by. Inspi- yeah, they're inspired by. We didn't steal them. No. They inspired us. <laughs> so yes. uh, They're really cool. So that's the best way to support the podcast. Buy yourself a shirt and uh, wear it proudly and we'll get a quarter. <laughs> I would say our logos fall squarely in the realm of parody. Yes, they are parody. They are very much so. I would agree. All right. So uh, Weird Al got by with it. So can we. That's right. Let's call an end to this thing before we do get in legal trouble. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so as we say at the end of each and every episode... Stay nerdy. Classic hits. WTYE. Listen online at WTYEFM.com. Via the TuneIn Radio app. Or say Alexa, play Classic Hits. WTYE. It's all online. Classic Hits. WTYE. With the news that matters to you. Visit WTYEFM.com and follow us on Twitter at WTYE News. The news you trust. The music you love. Classic Hits. WTYE.